1: and talk to some of the greatest
0: collectors in the hobby. You won't be hearing us talk about any chrome or shiny cards here. Now, to take you on this
1: retrospective journey, here's your host, direct from the shallow end of the gene pool, my son, Mike Moynihan. Hey, folks, Ty here, Breaker Culture, Bench Clear Media team. Before you dig into this great interview between Mike and Ray, all about the national this year, and it's one heck of an interview, I promise. Uh, I want to take a minute to thank our sponsor for today's episode, the Loop app. I've had a chance to interview Eric a couple times on my podcast and I've been impressed both times with his ability to understand the hobby and continually to adjust and uh, tweak his app to fit what the hobby's asking for. If you don't know what the Loop app is, click the link in the show notes. it will take you to the either the Android or the Apple iOS download page. you to download the app it's free app you'll see various shops and breakers opening up product and the experience is absolutely one of a kind he's doing his best to mimic a hobby shop experience in a single app you open it up you see who's breaking who's live you pop in you see the conversations happening if you want to buy a product or buy a card you you use your apple pay you do it's it's so streamlined and convenient it's well worth your while to check out so i advise you uh, take a minute go download the free app click the link in the show notes and uh and uh, support the loop app and what they're doing there. The other thing I want to mention is that we have a lot of great content that's been coming out the past couple of weeks. You might have noticed a new show called The Mint Condition. The Mint Condition is everything you can imagine about the sports card digital side hobby, NFTs, top shot, um the crossover between crypto and sports cards and all that craziness that um, I know a lot of you might be overwhelmed with. Well, the boys from the Mint Condition are doing a great job. They just released episode two this week, and they had a really, really good interview. So go check that out. Uh, I think you'll enjoy that. They're going to be putting out exclusive content on the clear channel uh, the coming months. So be sure to go dig into that, educate yourself. I know you'll like it. Some other great stuff happening uh, from Tyson Banker and his football podcast. Uh, be sure to go check that out. And also go check out some new episodes of The Poll coming out this week. Uh, one of our favorite shows, one of, the, one of the shows that got the highest reviews last year was The Poll, and season two starts this week. Uh, so I think you'll enjoy that. But thanks for staying with us at BenchCore Media. If you haven't subscribed, click the subscribe button. And uh, absolutely enjoy this interview with Mike and Ray. See ya.
0: Yo and hello everybody, Mike here and welcome to another episode of the Golden Age of Cardboard podcast on Bench Clear Media. Uh welcome to the show guys. Today is probably my favorite topic to talk about and that's the National. And I know it feels like it's only March and the Nationals, you know, a long way away. Well, it's really not. We're only 135 days away from the National happening. And I know since last year it it got canceled for obvious reasons. Totally makes sense why they did that. But, you know, we've got to have a national this year. And I have lots of questions surrounding the national, as I'm sure many of you do out there about how it's going to look and what it's going to be like, et cetera. And so I thought, you know, I don't know the answers to these questions. And so what I wanted to do is bring a guest on that does know the answer to these questions. And it's uh, Ray Schulte. Ray, how you doing?
2: I'm doing great, thanks, Mike.
0: Great. Well welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. And uh, I know you're busy getting ready. You know it's only 135 days away and you know that's that's nothing in the in the world like that's quick, right? That'll be here before we know it. And a lot of people out there there's a lot of rumors going around about the national. And so who better to ask than you? Can you please explain to everybody kind of what your role is with the national and and how you help them?
2: Absolutely, yeah. Uh, uh, first, thanks for having me on. Uh, yeah, my role is I'm director of communications for the National. I've been doing it for about eleven years now, and um, what I do is I work with the with the media, the media relations, um, working with all the, you know, the the uh, local and national media. Uh, I work with our corporate sponsors. I work with. Um, Uh, the media within the the market that we're we're having the show. In other words, in Chicago, I deal with all the the, the radio, television, and print outdoor media, um, you know, try to maximize the exposure we have uh, both locally and nationally. And so, you know, and also trying to bring in some content for the show to, again, make it exciting and make it um, a, a venue where everybody wants to come.
0: Well, I promise you, everybody wants to come. It's, you know, the Super Bowl of the hobby. And I've gone uh, many times in the past. And I miss it being in Texas, by the way. I'm not going to lie to you. The last one was 1990 in Arlington. And I was there. I live in Texas. And so it's, uh, I miss it, but I get it. Um, Really great event. You know, if if you've never been to the National before, you got to go. Uh, it's just one of those things that everybody has to experience and I can't even describe it. We'll, we'll do more shows on the national as it gets closer. But while I have you, Ray, I want to ask some questions. First of all, plans are still going for the national, right? It's going to happen as far as you know, as of this moment, true?
2: Sure. Well, absolutely. The one thing we, we have a great team at the national and so we we're pretty much all in sync when it comes each year in terms of what our roles are and what we need to do. Uh, I've already started my my uh, my uh, uh, re- re- relationships and my um, uh, deals with the local media in Chicago and national, and so uh, it's uh, it's business as usual for us. Um, you know, we're we're looking forward to a great national this uh, this summer. You know, the, the one thing Mike we, we can't control is is obviously things like the pandemic, but. Um, No, it's it's uh, it's business as usual as we go forward.
0: Have you seen an uptick in demand given the craziness of the hobby and how so many people are getting involved? Have you seen an uptick in demand for number of tables, number of media requests, etc.? Have you seen that increase
2: this year? Yeah, I mean, normally we're sold out. I mean, we've been sold out for quite a while now. And uh, but yeah, I mean, definitely a lot of more, lot more interest. You know, I work with all the uh, with the social media platforms, and uh, I can tell you that uh, in previous years, uh, we we did a lot of we did a lot of good good creative things. But this year, I've never seen as much content and as many uh, uh, exhibitors and collectors who are who are on social media and uh, doing some great work. I tell you, they're. They're really promoting the, the the hobby, and so it, it is amazing. I, I it's it's all I can do just to keep up in terms of uh, you know just working on the national on the Instagram. If you go to our you know Instagram page, uh, you'll see that uh, it's some terrific content and some terrific things that are going on throughout the, throughout the country and and I have to say throughout the throughout the world, we're getting a lot of interest from international and and uh, I, I know if you talk to anybody in the hobby they'll tell you the same thing in terms of their sales. I mean, they're getting a lot of money from the outside and, and I can see why. Are, how
0: many tables are at the national typically? And has that, is that going to expand and be even larger this year?
2: Well, we have 400,000 square feet. Uh, I don't think we'll be able to expand that. Um, we Probably have about 650 exhibitors. Uh, then we have our corporate area and we have uh, the breaking pavilion. So uh, it's gonna be a, a typical show for us. Um, you know, we have a waiting list of, of, of people, exhibitors who wanna come in, but uh, we'll see. And, and we don't know, you know, right now it's a wait and see game in terms of the exhibitors out there, you know, whether they're gonna come or not, it's up to them based on their own health concerns or issues. And so, but we'll, either way we'll be sold out, I can guarantee that.
0: Well, speaking of the exhibitors, you know, the major card manufacturers always set up booths. Um, have you had anybody say, no, we're not, we're for sure not coming. We've already nixed the national for this year.
2: I haven't heard that. No. And, uh, you know, Dan Burkus is our, is, uh, handles our sponsors in our corporate area. Uh, he hasn't indicated that to me. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of conversations. Um, everybody has plans. Everybody has backup plans. Everybody has, Situations that they need to deal. I mean, that's that's the world where we live in right now, and so uh, you know there are a lot of rumors out there, and people are you know have certain ideas or recommendations, and uh, but you know as as far as the facts go, uh, we're uh, we're we're going forward right now, and we haven't heard anybody who said that they're not coming.
0: I heard uh, I can't remember his name, the upper deck CEO. Um, mention on a podcast that he that they are seriously considering not going. Now, again, that I heard it on a podcast from the CEO, but that doesn't mean that's what their official stance is on it. Um, I don't want to try to be a rumor monger here, but uh, the question you you said everybody has backup plans. What is y'all's backup plan for if Chicago can't work out?
2: Well we're, well, we're working with the local and state uh, authorities and, and, and health officials right now. We're, we're in constant communication with them. We're in communication with our Donald D. E. Stevens uh, convention partners. and so right now we're just working on you know the, the, the logistics and the details and, and the what ifs uh, and being prepared so that uh, you know, if the pandemic gets worse, then we're in a position to make some decisions. Um, but one thing I can tell you for sure, and I know that there has been rumors out there about this, we're not moving the venue out of Chicago. Um, it's just, I mean, if anybody's ever been behind the scenes or worked on a show like this, you just can't turn on a dime and, and, uh, and all of a sudden have a, uh, a show of this magnitude uh, in any other market. So there's so many factors that go into, come into play. Um, from from convention space, from the union uh, workage to uh, hotels, and so uh, you know we have some great people, some great partners in Chicago, and uh, you know we're we're working on contingency plans right now, but uh, we're, we're hoping that that's not going to be the case. The good news is that uh, you know with everything going on now and the vaccinations, uh, it looks pretty positive. Uh, it's just a matter of uh, you know how fast and how quickly. People can get vaccinated, and uh, the, the more that do, the, the the easier our decisions will
0: be. So it's Chicago or bust kind of thing. That's it. That's yeah. the plan. Yeah. Okay. Uh, speaking of COVID protocols and social distancing and all that, um, are you going to require people to have vaccinations to come to the show, or is it? Are y'all what's what y'all's policies right now as it stands in Mar- here in March 16th?
2: Well, I think all those all those things are going to be work uh, work in progress for us. I mean, we're 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 having conversations among ourselves and, and with the authorities and health officials. And you know, we again, we don't know what's going to what it's going to be like in in July. Uh, it may be great. And it 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 may be it may have setbacks. But uh, you know, the one thing we we will guarantee is that you know our priority is the health. Of our exhibitors and our attendees and our athletes and our attainers. so you know we're going to do everything possible to make sure that uh, you know that is uh, upheld and and uh, we can everyone can come with a certain level of confidence and, and and be comfortable at the show.
0: Of course, I mean everybody wants that. I think nobody's saying that that would be um, foolish not to be as protective as you can for everybody involved. The Attendees, the exhibitors, the athletes, everybody. I totally agree with that. Um, so, kind of just going to follow whatever is going on. I mean, again, July's a it's a long way away, but it's not a long way away, right? I mean, a lot can happen in three months, four months, in terms of how the pandemic plays out.
2: Well, that's why I can't sit here and give you any guarantees because we don't know, um, right? We're hoping that, you know, that uh, we've been moving in a positive momentum going forward, but uh, you know, we don't know what's gonna happen in, in June. We don't know what's gonna happen. We're, we're, we're hoping that everything is moving forward in, in you know, the state of Illinois and the city of Chicago, Rosemont and, and the convention center will be you know, comfortable in, in allowing us to do what we're, we're uh, capable of doing we we don't want to have another shutdown you know and not to have a, a national this year it's you know we we understand that the you know the people out there that that are you know wanting to be there we understand that and we're doing everything possible to make that happen
0: yeah as an advocate and mouthpiece for the for the hobby and for the community let me tell you that canceling the national again would be i mean you're talking about the biggest show in the world being canceled in the, if, if it, I mean, I hope it, God, let's hope it doesn't get canceled, but if it did, I mean the two biggest years the hobby has ever seen and there's no national that would be devastating. Um, and again, beyond your control, if it had to happen that way, but are y'all looking at different, obviously y'all probably have backup dates. Like if we can't do July, we can, like you tried to do last year, moving it to December. Um, is that, Y'all have talked about probably backup dates and th- stuff like that if you had to move it.
2: Yeah. I mean, we're right now, we're in a world that's totally different. And, you know, we're, uh, we're, 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 hoping that we can um, you know, maximize our opportunities and be in a position where, um, you know, we don't have to make the contingency plans, but uh, if we do, we do. And, and uh, uh, we probably won't uh, make any, you know, until we know for sure you know we're we're not going to be in a position to you know to make any announcements at this time
0: that's i mean that's fair um have you all heard any difference in terms of how the autograph pavilion might work has tristar communicated with you guys are you planning on are there some athletes that i mean is it are you planning on having a full autograph pavilion i guess is what i'm asking
2: well, you know Tristar has been a great partner. they're They're really, really good guys. they they understand more than anybody else um, the sensitivities and you know from the from the athlete's perspective, you know having them be comfortable and coming in. and then obviously with the attendees, uh, we're going to do what's safe and best for our our attendees first. I mean, that's the most important thing. And uh, but you know we're we're always having conversations with with partners at Tristar. Uh, to to learn and, and to to see how we can maximize the experience. So that's not that's not unusual, and we'll just continue to do that. And you know they've they've already started their preparation. They put their feelers out for athletes, and we'll understand you know how they feel. A lot of I've talked to a lot of athletes that 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 feel like they have no problem um, making a trip, or you know as long as maybe they're vaccinated. Uh, but everybody's different, and we have to deal with that. So we'll just we'll just you know work with uh continue to work with tristar and and uh, maximize that to answer your question I can't answer the question in terms of you know how many athletes are going to be there or what protocols are be there but there will be one thing we we'll, we'll make sure that uh, that anybody does come you know they feel safe and comfortable
0: yeah it's uh interesting because tristar hasn't released any of the autograph guests yet and they it's probably because they just don't know yet and
2: well again i think i think they're being very precautious um they're you know this there's, there's really to tell you the truth honestly i I, I know a lot of people would like to see that you know see uh, uh who's attending I, I think they're doing the right thing and um you know we don't want to put people in a position where you know we have an athlete come in and then all of a sudden he has to you know he changes his mind or whatever we want to make sure that you know they're comfortable too so um you know whether it's you know in a couple of weeks or, or or in May, um, I can you can rest assured that TriStar would do the right thing and we'll have we'll have the top talent there like we normally do.
0: Yeah, that's I mean, and I, I guess that's up to TriStar to really release. You know, okay, here's who's coming. You know, but a lot of people have to plan. You know, you got a budget, you got a plan, you got to think. All right, uh, and it's hard to do. Not that it's last minute anywhere close to that right now, but. The sooner, I'm always a big believer in tell us sooner rather than later. Whatever is going to happen, tell us so that we can plan accordingly. I mean, most of us, I've got plane tickets booked, hotels booked already for the national. So, you know, I'm going no matter what, <laughs> Again, assuming there's a show, but a lot of people maybe haven't even made plans yet. And hopefully this will give them some comfort that right now the plan is to kind of go move forward as is. Are there any plans so far, or have you guys talked about limiting capacity? Again, given the explosion in the hobby, you're sold out in terms of dealers, but in terms of daily tickets and things like that, is there plans on limiting the number? Obviously fire code only lets you have so many people in the building. Well, if you have twice that many people wanting to get in the building, how do you handle that? Are there going to be things like time slots? I've heard that rumor. Can you address that kind of issue?
2: Well, again, uh, time slots, I, I, you know, everything out there are rumors right now, because I'm hearing that for the first time. So, um, yeah, and and there's a lot of people out there speculating what will happen, what might happen. And, and all I can tell you is that, uh, you know, uh, pay attention to the, to the Nationals website, uh, follow us on social media. As soon as we have, you know, confirmed uh, information we'll pass it along. But, uh, as far as things like that, uh, we, we don't know yet. We haven't, uh, you know, I mean, obviously everything is going to be in discussion. Uh, if it, if it means that it, it has to be regulated and such and we'll, we'll, we'll let people know. But right now that's not our intention.
0: Have ticket sales been strong. So if, I mean, tickets are for sale right now on NSCC show.com. Uh, you can go buy your daily tickets. You can buy your, uh, you know, passes and all that kind of stuff already? How, how have ticket sales been?
2: Ticket sales have been up, unbelievable. Um, and mean, the one thing about, uh, for us, I mean, we know that it's gonna sell out uh, uh, in terms of capacity. Uh, we're we're gonna probably have our biggest show ever. Um, just from the feedback we have and from, I mean, I, I, I've had so many different media people contact me in terms of wanting to do stories on the national and and, and, and while that's that's great um it, it, it tells me that basically there's there's a there's a there's a such an interest in coming and it's a combination obviously you know we we didn't have a national last year but you know the state of the industry right now is like it's uh, it's it's on fire and, and people want to a lot of people from the outside that don't understand the hobby want to know why and so the combination is just going to be the, um, probably the best we've ever experienced so uh, it, it's one of those things where where I, I don't even know if we have to advertise the, the national this year i mean that's that's how that's how amazing the feedback has been so far so
0: Yeah, I've been in the hobby for 40 years now. And let me tell you, I've never seen any, like not even close to anything like we've seen in the hobby the last, let's call it 14, 15 months, 18 months. Uh, It's a a frenzy that I, I call it a frenzy. It's beyond anything, way beyond more than the junk wax era, whatever. I mean, this is unprecedented. And it'll be exciting to see what the national is like. They had the Dallas card show this last weekend here. Uh, 600 tables, 605 tables. And it was just, they said it was too packed. Like it was just, you couldn't, it was just like so crazy. Now that's partly product to the venue. It, you know, I've been to Chicago, been to a national there. It's very uh, much different in terms of walking space and things, but it was, I heard from dealers that it was just way too packed.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. And um, that- we've been monitored we monitored to that i mean we we you know we wanted we and we got feedback from a lot of a lot of people that attended there and um you know we'll see we'll, we'll see what happens like when the next couple of weeks you know in terms of you know any, any any backlash or any 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 negativity to you know the people uh, in terms of coming down with covid or or whatever we'll, we'll we're watching that but uh, we we also we, we understand we know for sure, certain that people want to make plans we we understand that people want you know to to get excited as soon as they possibly can there's no question about that but obviously we have to we have to be responsible too i mean we have to be uh, in a position where we're, we're thinking about your health and, and 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 welfare before we we make any decisions so but uh, I can assure you that uh, it's. I mean, we're not uh, we're not sitting back and not and, and not taking, you know, the time to, to to investigate every possible opportunity going forward.
0: So, do you guys follow like uh, like y'all go okay? There's a huge show in this area of the co- or whatever, and you're are you watching to see the
2: the fallout from that, the feedback from that? Oh, and, absolutely, we. Yeah. we we monitor the entire hobby. I mean, we, you know, we're always talking about, Hey, did you, did you know, understand, or did you see what's going on in the West coast? And, um, so we're always looking at that because we're always looking to maximize our, our, our experience at the, at the national. So, you know, obviously shows are come under that umbrella for us. And, and, uh, so we're, we're, we're looking at, uh, you know, how, 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 how is the feedback, how can we make it better for our, our attendees, for our, our exhibitors? And that's the most important thing for us. But yeah, to answer your questions, absolutely.
0: Okay, I've got to, I would be remiss if I didn't ask this question for the benefit of the hobby because it's one of the most talked about topics around the national. And it is, and I think I know the answer, but I want you to answer it because so many people that live on the West Coast, South, South, you know, whatever the national basically rotates among just a couple of different venues, a couple of areas, most of them, either Midwest or Northeast, uh, Cleveland's off the, off the, uh, rotation now because of the closing of the IX center. But at what point have you guys talked about, or is there any plans in the future to rotate the show in even more geographic areas beyond the few places that it's been over the last. 10 or 15 years
2: well you know i i actually appreciate that question i love answering that question because you know i bet you get it a lot i bet you get it all the time <laughs> well sure and 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 understandably why we we understand that sure you uh, know before i i uh, started working with the national i mean i've 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 got a marketing uh, agency and and i also consulted for all the leagues uh you know i i was there when when major league baseball started the fan Fest in 91 in toronto and I worked with them. And um, at one point, I worked for all four leagues at the, in the same year. Uh, so I've put on these shows within the show. And, and I understand. So I've been almost in every venue throughout the country, every convention center. I've worked with, you know, good, bad, and the ugly in terms of, uh, you, know, when, you know, from space-wise, from, you know, Toronto, we had two floors. In Pittsburgh, we had two floors. I've worked with unions that are just unbelievably tough to work with. Uh, i've worked with unions that are really easy to work with uh, you know the, the thing that goes into the, and and that those shows were, were i mean those fan fests and nFL experiences and uh, NHL and nba all-star games i mean they're, they're significant events and and they they do a lot for the community and they bring in um, you know they brought in some exhibitors. they don't do that anymore i don't think I don't think that, you know, the collectible side of it is incorporated into those shows anymore. But at, at one point, it was very significant. Uh, we had 200 tables, um, 200 exhibitors in San, San Diego when the All-Star Game was out there. Um, so, uh, but my point being is that I understand, you know, um, you know, the, the want for different markets. But I, But I also will say that it's not, it's not that easy to just kind of say, okay, we're going to do a show in San Francisco. We're going to do a show in even Dallas or, or, or Boston or, or Miami. We, we, we have 400,000 square feet and we cannot be on two levels. It, it would just not be, it would not work for our exhibitors. It would not work for our attendees. Um, we need X amount of hotel rooms. Uh, in, in many of those markets, we don't get those hotel rooms. So, and, and traveling, if we had an, uh, people, when we have it on the East Coast, people on the West Coast complain. And so, I mean, there's a lot of different reasons why we're there. We have a great relationship with Chicago. We had a great relationship in Cleveland. Unfortunately, they, they made a the decision based on the pandemic. And, um, and we do have a great relationship with our people in Atlantic City. Would we like to be in another market? Absolutely. But again, a lot of the exhibitors vote on this, too. It's not just us saying, well, we're going to just stick in Chicago. The exhibit, a lot of the exhibitors, and, and you may, may or may not believe this, but a lot of the exhibitors love the fact that Chicago, because it's in the middle of the country, um, and, and it, the, it's just very conducive to to everything that goes into a show, from from hotel rooms, from you know, from access to, you know, the space, is, the space is perfect for us. Um, and I don't think we'll, we could get that space. And also, too, and we, we, you know, the, 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 the National uh, branched out and, and did Baltimore. I, I think Baltimore was my first show um, that I was working on behalf of National. And that was great. We had a great show in Baltimore. And so many people say, let's go back to Baltimore. Let's go back to Baltimore. Well, if you understand, you know, the convention people there, the convention people were were not willing to save dates for us. They were not willing to do certain things that we need because, again, like you're talking about people making plans now. We can't be in a position where we don't have something concrete to offer you. And, And Baltimore would say, well, no, we'll wait another year or two. They, a lot of these convention centers are holding out in the hopes of getting maybe something bigger, something longer, so that have a different relationship. So with, with us, we we need that guarantee years out, and a lot of times we can't get that. So, you know, is the space available? Is it is it is it workable? Um, it's that's the tough thing for us, and and, and the challenge that we always have. But uh, you know, the exhibitors uh, want to vote on being in a certain market. Um, you know, know, that's one of the things that they have the prerogative to do.
0: Yeah. I don't think anybody would argue that Chicago is the best place. The national, I mean, I, hands down to me, it's the most conducive, the, the proximity of all the hotels to the convention center, the airport closeness, the Cubs, the White Sox, you got so much to Chicago is a perfect place for the national, Um, I think people would either say either have it in Chicago every year or, you know, expand your horizons and try to find Atlanta or Dallas or somewhere on the West Coast just to put in the rotation. And I get your challenges. I totally understand those. And that makes total sense. It doesn't mean that the hobby has to like it just just because we understand. It's like, wow, I get it. I just would rather I mean, Atlantic City seemed to me like you got to fly to Philly or, you know, where are you going to, or New York city or whatever. There's no close air. They do have an airport, but it's not the same. All of us were, all, all of us were complaining about, God, I got to take a train or a Uber an hour and a half to from Philly or something. It was not easy for travel. Um, Was going to go nonetheless. Like I'm not saying it doesn't mean I don't go. It just means uh, that was an interesting choice. To do, but again, all the challenges that you guys face, you're, you're probably, like you said, very limited on the different markets that you can truly be in. But uh, I'll make a pitch for Dallas. I mean, good grief! Where the Beckett's here, Heritage Auctions is here, Panini is here. Hey, come on down. We, we'd love to have you. We, we'd love you guys to be in the in the Metroplex and do it.
2: I worked on the all-star game when it was down there in Dallas and I worked in the Dallas convention center there. I mean, it's, it's a great, it's a great facility, but I just don't think it can meet our needs. Um, and, and what, I mean, we're especially think about it now, Mike, in, in terms of the, the excitement and, and the number of people, I don't know if any other venue could be able to hold it. We're, we're, we're worried because Chicago is going to be able to hold us um, yeah. in terms of the number of people. And I don't, I don't know if people in the hobby would, Yes, a different location would be great, but I don't know if they'd want that instead of having you know just the the, the significant number of people that can come to Chicago at this time. You know, during the during the, the surge of the industry, I think I think it'd be be a foolish move to, to move anywhere else right now and maximize our opportunities, maximize the number of people we can get in the, get in the convention center uh, to. uh, for for the sake of the hobby.
0: How close, I guess, for people doing planning and then how close right now are you guys to being sold out of hotel rooms that y'all have allocated for the national?
2: Well, I think, again, I think it's, uh, I haven't talked to our hotel person uh, in a couple of weeks, but I, I do know that there was, there's a lot of lot of hotels being you know, looked at right now. So, uh, to answer your question, um, I think if, if somebody's going if, to thinking about coming, I would I would definitely you know visit our website and, and look at the hotel options and and take advantage of it as soon as possible.
0: I would echo that sentiment completely <laughs> because if you're if you're planning on going, you need to get on your plans now. Do not procrastinate because you will be left potentially disappointed. Do you agree with that, Ray?
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, I think, uh, I, I think, I know, I know the airlines and, and I think hotels have a forgiveness clause. And, and so I think given at this point in time, I think it, it behooved them to make the, make the decision to you know, to go ahead and, and secure the rooms and with the understanding that if, God forbid, if there are any changes that they, you know, they'll be able to be back out of them. But uh, I would go ahead and make them.
0: I agree with that. So you've been, you said, I love how much experience you have uh, with all the different leagues and stuff. Are you in the hobby? Like, do you collect anything?
2: Uh, Well, you know how I got involved in the hobby was that, you know, I started representing athletes back in the eighties and, and basically a lot of my responsibility was uh, you know, when they got involved with card shows and, and appearances and things like that. So I actually, you know got semi involved with the hobby back back then and then and then um i uh, somebody gave me a uh, uh, one, of, one of the pr guys in new york gave me a, uh, a movie poster and they basically said that here's here, this is this is a present for you here thank you um but they told the story they, they told the story about you know how back in the 20s and 30s when 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 there were movies, how the, the movie companies basically would, would create a you know, hand-painted posters or limited posters, and they send them out to the movie houses. But in order to get the next movie, the movie houses had to return the movie posters. And so all of a sudden now I started thinking about, oh, that's pretty cool. You know, that's, you know, that's something where I, I, I can get into, I can learn, I'd love to learn more about that. And, and, and to me, that became a collectible and so i started you know back in the i guess late 80s i started collecting vintage movie posters and you know all of them with the story behind it and so i started doing that and um and i i love it because i love telling the story i mean and that's what you know what i tell people now it's uh, it's not so much whether you're into cards or, or signings or, or memorabilia that's not what it's all about what it's all about is collecting it's it's collecting is the concept collecting is what what takes us you know to, in terms of you know learning more about ourselves being in the position i mean i think even now today with with everybody being you know, homebound you know it's one of those things where they they go through their stuff and they, they kind of re, re remember uh, history memories of like uh, when i got that signed baseball or when i you know picked up that piece and i think that really helps us you know, in terms of dealing with what we have to deal with now and for me it's the same thing i've i've gone through uh, you know, old stuff and and uh think about some great memories and and uh so it's like for me that creates memories and that's what i love about the hobby
0: yeah and for me and I'll echo this in future national videos, but just so you know, Ray from a hobbyist, a guy that's done this forever, going to the national is like a giant family reunion. And you see all these friends that you've made through the hobby and that the people are the best thing about the national. The cards are great. The memorabilia is great. The vendors are great. All of that's wonderful. But if there weren't any other people there to share it with, it's a lot less special. You know, and so for us in the hobby, going to the national is, is yes, you want to pick up cool stuff and yes, you see stuff there. You'll never see anywhere else, but man, it's about me seeing all your friends. And wow. and
2: yeah, it's great. absolutely. And one of the things I enjoy is like with, with working with the manufacturers and, you know, at the show or pre-show and then at the show, um, you know, they're all genuine. They're all, I mean, they're really good guys and, and, and good people. Um, and and I love what they do with the kids. I mean, one of the things that the National has done in the last couple of years, I mean, Mike Burkas and John Brogy were really um, the, the people behind it. But, you know, when they started allowing kids 12 and under come in for free five days a week, five days during the week, um, you know, that just helped out. And then I think everybody picked up on that and, the manufacturers now when they when they do the breaks and you, and you walk by and you see like you know, 50 or 60 75 kids sitting there waiting for you know for the next break to come on and the giveaways and all that uh we've never had so many kids in in, in, in at our show ever uh, in the last couple of years and uh it's just been really really kind of worthwhile for us to, to know that you know uh kids and not only not only kids but you know i see i see mothers i see daughters i see you know grandfathers grandmothers coming to the show which you know maybe five ten years ago we didn't see but uh, today it's you know it's not just about even purchasing something it's coming down and and you're in the thick of things in terms of stories and uh, you know one father was talking about mickey mantle and his son was talking about aaron judge and all of a sudden there's a bond and and I, I witnessed that and and I said to myself you know I hope that's the case for my son you know that we can do, enjoy the same thing so uh, that's that's the rewarding part of, of of coming to a show for me um, but seeing all the people there uh, you know I've made some great friends um, through the through the national and to be able to see them once a year at the, at that show it's it's, uh, it's it's great
0: yeah it is. Um... Well, I appreciate your time today, Ray, and I know you're a busy guy getting ready and prepping for everything. Any final thoughts you want to give to everybody out there about the show or where no. can they find it on Instagram and follow the news and what's happening, all that kind of stuff?
2: Yeah. I mean, I understand there's going to be a lot of rumors out there because everybody has, uh, you know, an opinion and everybody has an idea of what may or may not happen, but I can tell you, I can rest assured that we're doing everything possible, uh, to put on a great show again this year. Um, there's no uh, um, other plans that we have right now to move forward. Um, I think that uh, if you if you uh, you know pay attention to our social media and our website, uh, we'll be updating it as uh, much as possible. But uh, we hope that uh, you know. Well, if, if you're if you're able to make it to Chicago, I, I can one thing I can guarantee it's going to be an unbelievable experience this year.
0: I agree. Everybody should go if you can, even if it's for one day, you should go for more than one day. But if you can only go for one day, you should at least go for one day. You won't see it all, but that's okay. Um, Ray, again, thanks for so much for coming on the show. Um, Ray, you stick around while, when I hit in record and uh, in the broadcast, but everybody, thanks for watching. Thanks for tuning in and we'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks again, Ray.
2: Thanks Mike.
0: See you guys at the national.